You try to sleep. The hard single bed you booked at the Stony Stream B&B refuses to relent and your mind is awash with the familiar feeling of uncertainty that has plagued you since you first began to walk the streets of this mysterious town. You sit upright, the sounds of sirens in your ears, and as you rush to the window you see a train of citizens walking fearfully down the road. You have no choice but to go downstairs and follow. Among the crowd are three children, minds full of curiosity and their own adventures of just a few hours previous. Three children who are beginning to realise that their town is not quite what it seems. Welcome to Marsh Haven. Welcome to Brits on Bikes. Good evening, Brits and Bikes fans, and welcome once again. It's episode four time. I am your friendly neighbourhood GM, Jimmy Sprinkles, and with me as always is Eve. Good evening, Governor. Oh dear God. Cat. <laughs> Hello. And Harry. Howdy, y'all. <laughs> oh, that was pretty good. <laughs> I, I can see where tonight's going. It's going That's to be right. an evening of silly, silly voices, and not just from me. Okay, guys, how are you all? Doing well? Yeah. Yeah, right. pretty good. Really good. All right, so let's find out who's doing the recap tonight then. Uh, so, Eve, you're one. Kat, you're two. Harry, you're three. Thank you, Eve. You're welcome. three. So, Harry, you've got the pleasure of doing the recap tonight. Okay. Did Again. You do last well, time. Yes, he did. <laughs> yes, 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 I did. The dice Don't mess with the fates. The fates have decided. Last we left off, three kids tried to break into their own school to pick up some World War I army uniforms. And it mostly worked. Only got seen by the janitor twice each. No, once each, even. Unfortunately, we didn't manage to find any food along the way, but we did manage to find some good, like, trousers and shirts. No jackets, though, which um, is neither here nor there, because by the time we actually managed to get to the uh, the... Henderson's warehouse with Dee's new puppy. Um, who is called? Who's called Nettles. It's such a great name. So cute. <laughs> By the time we managed to get there, we 100% did not look like army personnel, no matter how many cigarettes we tried <laughs> and failed <laughs> to smoke. Yeah. I thought uh, my impression was spot on. <laughs> hey, I pulled sure. it off perfectly. Yeah, which is a little worrying, but... <laughs> Uh, so we all snuck around the back, spent between four and six hours digging underneath the fence, and then uh, we managed to make it past the fence. When we were there, managed to mostly avoid the guards. Uh, there was a noise similar to like a, uh, a jackhammer or something uh, coming from beneath the rubble, uh, but we couldn't find a way down. And instead, we were stopped by a guard who pretty much went, oh shit, these kids aren't supposed to be here. How much shit am I going to get into if these kids are here? I'm going to turn around and let them leave. So most of us left. <laughs> and one of us, someone, decided to uh, go around with the jeeps, swap their keys, 
and steal a gun. <laughs> I forgot yes, about I did. keys. I didn't mean to steal the gun. It just it happened. No, you just you just happened to pick it up and put it, it in your pocket. Fell into my hands. What else was I supposed to do with it? But panic and shove it into it my back. back. It happens. It happens. You know, you're walking around the demolition site. Guns fall into your hands. It's a, it's a classic story. <laughs> yeah, and uh, then we all went to sleep, and we were woken up by uh, sirens and people telling us to evacuate the town, and so we did. That is correct, and that's where we finished episode three. So, it is now about half past three in the morning. You have wandered down Badalock Hill and past St. Winifred's Church to a large, mainly open, grassy area. To the south, it's not actually on the map, but to the south is a small woodland area. But in the space you are in is pretty much the entire town. People are roaming around. There are guys in in uniforms who seem to be trying to organise everybody and are trying to answer questions and, and just keep everybody calm. There are other people who aren't in uniforms, but they're, they're wearing a badge, which you can easily see says Community Guard. Neil and Sally, you both know about the Community Guard. They are, how best to put it, um, they are a group of local residents who have become a little bit disenchanted with the local crime rate, which has been on the up and up in the last 18 months. They're made up mainly of your neighbours. They're a little bit of a joke, to be honest. They're full of their own self-importance, and they mean well, but they just not really any good in a crisis. They're actually, like if your neighborhood watch tried to form a militia. <laughs> basically, uh-huh. yeah, that's that's all they are. They're, they're a neighborhood watch scheme. They occasionally go out on what they call patrols, which is <laughs> basically wandering around the area, making sure you're not dropping litter. The group themselves are actually um, coordinated by the Reverend Donald Duguid, who is the uh, vicar of St. Winifred's Church. Donald, he's a sweet guy, but he his heart's in the right place but he's just a bit useless and whenever he's in a uh, a predicament like this like he is now he kind of doesn't know what to do and he flaps a bit so in the evac what we're calling the evacuation site you've got these guys in fatigues you've got your community guards roaming around and all sorts of people asking questions you have convened together your parents are within sight it looks like most of the people from honeywell gardens have all kept themselves to themselves and are just gossiping and whatnot so what would you like to do okay question yep how much stuff were we able to grab from our homes on our way out are we just like none of our backpack type stuff or i would it's it's safe to assume that you you would have picked up your backpacks those are your kind of lifeblood you you pretty okay. much carry them everywhere Alright, just checking. Um, Did we have you, time to get dressed? Yeah, Am I standing have, outside in ducky pyjamas? No, you would have thrown some clothes on. Okay. That's absolutely fine. So you're in this evacuation area. People are talking and desperately trying to figure out what's going on. What do you want to do? Okay, can... Alright, do we... Is the guy that busted us... Is he there? That specific soldier? That specific soldier? Yes. No, he is not. Ah, damn. Neil, we could have blackmailed him. I'm not Neil, sure we you, could. Neil, can you make a brains roll for me, please? Oh, always. <laughs> uh, let's see. 
brains that is the good old d20 let's hope this goes well and actually sally you can as well it was oh, a seven where on earth is my oh there it is there it is. Something guess, tells me that a, just a seven may not be the best. Sally, Ooh. not quite. No. Uh, if you can take an advert- adversity token. Oh, Harry, six out of 12. you recognise the uniforms of the guys in Army Fatigues. Oh, dip. These aren't the soldiers from Henderson's Warehouse. These are the local territorial army. Oh, okay. So like Army Reserve. Yeah. Thank you for clarifying that, because I'm like, what the fuck is a territorial <laughs> army? <laughs> yeah, no, um... Someone threatening the territory. These guys aren't connected to whatever's going down at Henderson's. The alarms may be going off for whatever reason, but they, the actual people who've gotten us out have nothing to do with them. Okay, well then, let's just go up and ask one of them, like, uh, you know, what's going on? That's a good Unless... idea. Unless... Unless. This goes deep. This is more than just a single branch. It's the entire British government. I'm going to go down ask on... one of them what's going on. Okay, yeah, sure. Sally, do you want to ask anybody in particular? I would Sally's like to... the worst person to ask this. <laughs> Your point is? Yeah, well... Go um, ahead, Sally's... Sally. <laughs> I want to she look... may be the worst, but she's the most likely to. <laughs> she, yeah. She's trying. Um, <laughs> I want to find the youngest looking um, soldier person in an attempt to, like, find a kindred spirit. Okay, the Territorial Army tends to be made up of people who are either slightly too old to be in the army or ex-military or people who are a little bit younger. So, yeah, there's um, there's a spotty youth lurking around about 10 yards away from you. You're more than welcome to go over to him if you wish. Excellent. I will, I will potter over and be like, excuse me, what's going on? He looks over at you. Uh... I, uh, I, I don't, um, uh, there's been an evacuation and uh, I have to make sure that everybody stays here. Um, yeah, I saw the evacuation. I was part of it. Um, but why? Uh, well, they don't really tell me those sorts of things. I just do as I'm told. Hmm. Who tells you? Well, that would be, uh, that would be Captain Harris. Is he here? Can I talk to him? You could try, but I think he's a bit busy, to be honest. Okay, which which one is he? He peers around. Make a charm roll for me. Oh, shit. Okay. Um, oh, sorry, I swore. Um... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Take away an adversity token. Oh, but I just oh, no. earned it. Uh, okay. I think I technically get a plus one because I am a child. Oh, it's exploding. It explodes. My d4 has become an eight. He glances around and he gestures you over and you follow him through the crowds. He takes you to a man who is currently talking to uh, the Reverend Duguid and he leans in and says, Sorry to bother you, Captain Harris. The man turns around sharply and he, he says, Corporal, why are you away from your post? Um, it's just this, uh, this young lady here wants to know what's going on. Well, of course she wants to know what's going on. Everybody wants to know what's going on. It's classified. I can't talk about it. I got my new friend in trouble. Oh, now I feel bad. He slopes off back to his post. Can I um, kind of hang around and see what he's saying to, to Reverend Duguid? Uh, you can. Um, can I hang around in a somewhat sneaky capacity? In a somewhat <laughs> sneaky capacity? Yes. All right, then. That would be flight, wouldn't it? Oh, I'm good at that oh. one. <laughs> I think it would be kind of grit, grit no. you know? Uh, yeah, I'm you're, so you're reading the one. crowd and trying to just, like, blend in and look like you belong. Okay. I mean, that's can not I, that bad. Can it's I just ask, what's um, Neil and Dee, what are you doing? <sighs> I, I think that, like, 
we were definitely interested in what Sally was doing, but weren't necessarily like yeah, following her. Really. Like, yeah, like like standing from afar and just kind of observing it, making sure that she's like still in line of sight. Yeah, like okay. no one takes her. As you're watching Sally doing her sneaky thing, can you roll your grip for me, please, Sally? Yes, I can. Oh, oh, that's bad. <laughs> Take an adversity token, please. That was, that was oh a, a three out of ten. You loiter around after the corporal slouches off. The reverend and the captain are talking in, in hushed tones, and the captain very quickly picks up on the fact that, that you're still there. Young lady, haven't you got parents that you should be with? Um, I have parents. Well, do us all a favour and go and find them. I have very important things to do. I can't be worrying about little children like you. I'm a perfectly reasonable size. Make a charm roll for me. <laughs> Three. Just disappear right now. Take an okay. adversity token. Why have to be so grumpy about it? Can't you see we're in the middle of an emergency? Well, no, actually. I can see we're in the middle of an evacuation. Neil. Hi. As you're seeing this conversation play out, you glance around and you see someone that you recognise. Ooh. It's Seamus Cole. And he's with somebody that... You may not have spoken to, but you are very, very aware of. Sally, you might be aware of her too. Um, Seamus Cole is currently in the process of sticking his tongue down the throat of a tall, slender woman with long, mousy brown hair who is wearing a, a long caftan coat. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Good on him, <laughs> I guess. He pulls away and a, a long globule of saliva oh. stretches out between the two as he, he looks round and he says, Hey, I remember you. I know you. You're the guy from the Demolition Man, the little revolutionary. Aren't I right? Yeah. Power to the people. <laughs> yeah, that's right, man. Power yeah. to the people. Yeah, I tell you what, this is, this is nothing more than a big conspiracy, if you ask me. Yes. Yes, it is. The girl that Seamus is with turns and, and looks at you. Ah, my wee. What a handsome oh. little fellow you are. And ruffles your head. Um, her name, as well you know, is Veronique Credule. She is a Swiss exchange student currently at the sixth form of Kingsford Comprehensive. She is well known throughout the school for her stunning good looks and flirtatious behaviour. She stands with her hand on her hip, gently fingering a gold talisman round her neck as she smiles and gives you a cheeky little wink. Little boy, little boy, is this, is this, is, is this commonplace in your town? Does this happen regularly? No? No, no, definitely not. No. Um. Neil, make a grit roll for me, please. Okay. I, what, what is this for? Just make a grit roll. <laughs> okay, I got a six. You managed to keep your composure uh, as you shake your head and say no. And um, That wouldn't have been an issue for Neil. <laughs> Seamus looks over at you. Dee, where are you? Are you with Neil? Yeah, I think Dee keeps like just looking back and forth between Neil and Sally. <laughs> He's like, I don't know what's going on here. Nettles kind of pads over to Veronique and just starts rubbing up against her leg. And, and Veronique starts to pat him. Seamus leans over. Um, to you, Neil, and says conspiratorially, something's going on, man. Something's going down. I don't know what it is, but I think we need to find out. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I tried getting into the Henderson warehouse and they wouldn't let me in. Like, uh, they, they just didn't want me in there. I don't understand why. 
something's going on, man. I don't know what it is, but I think we need to find out, yeah? And yeah. I think I might be the right person in, for the job because, you know, I have got an O-level in politics. Yeah, yeah, t- totally, totally, totally. Listen, little man, will you uh-huh. do me a favour? Will you be my eyes and ears? Oh, 100%, Seamus. Well, uh, just just do me a favour. Just have a little shifty round, if you will. Have a little look. Yeah. See if you can uh-huh. find anything suspicious. Okay. Okay, I can do that. Suspicious so, like the freaking, uh, I don't know, town getting into a big old emergency and the army moving in over there? Seamus looks over at D and then back at you, Neil. Uh, what did he just say? He, he, he just said that he. this entire thing is really suspicious. <laughs> oh, well, I didn't understand the language. He sounds a bit foreign. So does Veron- uh, Veronique. <laughs> oh, yeah, but, but she's something else. She's something special. He takes her by the hand and pulls her up from patting nettles and grabs hold of the, 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 the talisman around the neck and, and, and pulls, pulls her in for another kiss. And you can see you're not going to get any more conversation out of him. Um, what does the talisman look like, by the way? It is... Wouldn't happen to be like a pyramid with an eye in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> nice try, no. The talisman, from what you can see, it's a small medallion and it's got what looks like two reeds on it. Okay, like interlocking reeds. Well, two marsh reeds, um, kind of in a, in a sort of V oh, shape. Oh, right, right, right. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I'm going to call Wesky Sally. <laughs> Yeah, let's go see Sally. <laughs> Sally, um, I'm assuming did you did you go back to your parents? I I said I didn't see the emergency. I just saw the evacuation and stood there expectantly. The captain and the Reverend Duguid eventually just go their separate ways. It looks like the Reverend has gone to a table that's that's there with a with a large tea urn and is doing what he does best which is keep everybody well quenched with tepid tea the captain seems to be strolling around just making sure those people in his charge are doing everything that they need to do um what do you want to do guess i'll find my friends you wander through the crowds and the space is is big enough for people not to be kind of too bundled together so it doesn't take you too long to to find them hello you found anything out? Hey, other Talk than a guy like, making out with a chick. Yeah. So I've been thinking. Yeah. This evacuation is totally bogus, right? Oh yeah, no, it's total crap. All right. No, they're trying to get us out of there. So I don't know. They can like search our houses for stuff that might have gone missing or something. I bet. So what if we try to find out what the uh, where the first place they tried to evacuate was, and then we'll know. Where we need to look. Well, they put Elliot silence up, so everywhere. The captain I... guy said it was an emergency. Hmm. I don't know what kind of emergency. He wouldn't say. Alright, how far outside of town are we? I mean, you can see the town from where you are. You're not a million miles away from okay, it. Okay, um... so it's not like a huge emergency then. Like, <laughs> the town's not going to explode. It's not, not like a major, like, leak. Or something. No, it's it's, it's not. It, it it definitely isn't on fire from what you can see. I mean, you are about a quarter of a mile to half a mile away from the beginning of the of the town. From the Welcome to Marshhaven sign. Yeah. Do you know what? I'm just going to go back into town. You want to go back into town, do you? Yeah. You'll, you'll get in trouble. It's dark and like bedtime. Do you see if we can bed here? True. Neil and Dee, can yeah. you remove your headphones for a moment, please? Oh dear, okay. Just like wave at <laughs> us when you're ready. Sally, mm-hmm. 
as Dee starts to suggest that you go into town, you hear a voice. And the voice says, Oh, dear Lord, why do I have to be surrounded by such idiots? Huh? Where does the voice seem to be coming from? It's coming from inside your head. Oh, that's creepy. Um, I, I look around for ghosts. Okay, you look around to see if you can figure out the direction of the voice or if anybody is looking in your direction. And with, there is psychic waves coming out of their heads. There is nobody um, that seems to be fitting that description right now. As you start to think that you may have imagined it, the voice comes again. Children, why is it always, always children? I think very loudly, who are you? As you say, who are you, the voice appears again. Oh dear God, look down, you moron. I look down. You see nettles. You can talk? Are you saying that out loud? Probably, yeah. Right, so we'll just, let's just stop right there for a second <laughs> and let's just explain to our listeners what's going on. Nettles is going to be our first powered character of the game. Now, the mechanics allow a powered character that our players are able to control. And the powered character normally has several attributes and each player will have one particular power that they control. Sally, uh, you will be able to talk to Nettles, or, or should I say Nettles will be able to talk to you when he needs to. If you wish to talk to Nettles yourself, it will cost you what we call psychic energy points. The three of you will have a pool of seven psychic energy points to begin with. Is that between all of us? Between all of you. And if you want to address Nettles for help, it will cost you psychic points, depending on the complexity of the question or the task that you want him to do. Okay? But if the task is fetch, it's probably free. He's yeah, a dog. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Shall we bring them back in? Yes. Okay. Okay. So you done, uh, conspiring against us? Absolutely. Of yeah, course. we're gonna we're gonna kill you off in the next half hour. Oh, right, okay. okay. Good luck. Yeah, D needs to roll to see if uh, he's noticed that the gun grit. has been stolen. <laughs> D, as you begin to suggest going back into town, Sally abruptly from nowhere suddenly screeches, You can talk Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can. I'm a person. <laughs> <laughs> capable what? of speech and intelligence and such um, yeah let's let's go back to town wait wait what why did you say that <laughs> no reason what does that mean sally let's let's just go back to town <laughs> i want to go to bed i'm tired okay okay well i mean we're not going to go back into town and go to bed because oh, then, like, your folks the are going to be sitting there wondering where the hell you are. But I thought that was the point. It's bedtime. No, I want to go to bed. Stop. So what do you want to do, guys? Where are you going to go? Do, do you just got to start walking. So you're Wait, just walking very visibly down the road. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Why not? So the three of you plus Nettles are, are marching through the evacuation site. Your parents are oblivious of you. Yeah. Make those rolls for me, please. Yeah. Okay. So Which I mean, one? like. Do you have a preference? Because, uh, I mean, it largely uh, depends can, on what we're trying uh, to spot. Um, well, I mean, you are on alert a bit. I mean, Neil, you've been told by Seamus that something's going on. You feel 
a little bit more important because you've got this uh, this responsibility that this older person has given you. You know, Sally, you've got your own things going on, and Dee, obviously, you are you're on a mission now. You you want to know what's going yeah, on? Yeah, no, so, screw these guys. Okay, so what did we get? I got a fifteen. Thirteen. Five. Sally, take uh, an adversity token. Neil and Dee, as you are marching across the evacuation site, you see a figure darting off into the wooded area to the south. Ooh, after him. Yeah, that's a thing. That's a thing. That's a that's thing. A that's thing. a clue. <laughs> before, before. A guy is you... running. Get off. Before, <laughs> before you even start moving nettles has kind of cottoned on to to, to what you've noticed and, and has, has dashed off in that direction anyway nettles kill. Um, can you all make flight rolls please sure thing oh i might be able to do good at this one that's the good one oh that's, oh, that's not the good one <laughs> wow six plus you one, are seven rolling in those adversity tokens tonight i really am you give chase who's up front that would be uh d's up front followed by harry and sally behind nettles is in front of all of you scooching along and you get to the outskirts of this wooded area now i say wooded area it isn't like a forest or woods it is just like sort of an acre and a half of of woodland sally and neil it's very likely that you've probably been there you've probably played there there are worn pathways where people have smashed through and built dens and all that kind of jazz so yeah you go on through how are you going in? Are you all going in as one? Are you in a line? What, what's your plan? I don't think Dee's really paying much attention to, like, what's going on. So Dee's probably just going up front. And everybody wants to follow in a line or, like, in a wad. Neil's doing his best to keep up, but, like, probably is always just a couple steps behind Dee. And considering the role that I just got, which is a 4 out of 20... I'm guessing that Sally's got like a stone in her shoe and is like hobbling along. Yeah, like, wait much. for me, wait for me. You start to make your way through this wooded area. It doesn't take too long until you can start to hear voices. All you can hear is a pleading sound. Oh, please, just let me go. Come on, you know I won't do anything wrong. I'll be fine, absolutely fine. Right. It's just a slight blip. He's like putting it, putting a hand up to like you know that that universal like oh, stop. So you all stop at this stage, and the fact that it's quite dark, you can't see anything. Okay, all you can do is just hear this voice. It sounds pretty, pretty desperate and 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 quite sickly as well. Look, you know me. I'm. I'm your friend. Why would I do anything? It'll be fine. You just have to find it. Nothing will go wrong. Of course, we'll be fine. All right, yeah, Dee's trying to sneak forward. Yeah, okay. sneak, sneak around. Sneaky, sneaky, sneak, sneak. Get a, get a look, see it. Who okay, this is. you edge your way forward and you hear another voice. Look, I've been keeping your secret for far too long. We can't do this anymore. I don't know how you got yourself into this. I don't want to know how you got yourself into this, but something needs to be done. I can't bail you out all the time. Neil, as you edge closer, you can now see 
two figures. One of them seems to be tied to a tree. Oh, yikes. <laughs> uh, can um, we tell anything else about them? Or uh, is it too uh, dark for features? Make a brains roll for me. Um, we'll let Neil do that one. Yeah, well, Neil's up front, so we'll give it to Neil. Oh, oh yeah, Dee's yeah. up front. Okay, Dee. Yes, but roll? Neil is the one with the brains. <laughs> I was so <laughs> smart. <laughs> I was so smart. I got a one. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, the first not one. <laughs> well, it's out right. of a four. <laughs> I don't think that really counts as like a nat one. Uh, D, you can hear what's being said, but that's pretty much it. Go on, Neil, you can roll this as well. Oh, hell yeah. From his position further back in the shadows. I got an eight. That's fine, because what? you You're might not be able shit. You might not be able <laughs> to see who it is. Oh, but I can hear them. But you certainly recognize that deep baritone voice. <gasps> it's the jazz guy! It is indeed. It's Butterscotch Joe. Butterscotch Joe? I knew he seemed weird. No one stays up that late making news <laughs> or listening to music. Are you, are you soliloquizing out loud? Yes, but very quietly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to no, stage whisper on a mic. <laughs> of as course, you, it makes sense. As you edge forward further, Neil, you can see that Joe has his arm on the trunk of a tree just by the head of the other figure. And he's in close and he's saying, Look, you got yourself into this. You've got to get yourself out of it. If I manage to sort this out for you, you've got to resolve this problem. To which the figure tied to the tree says look i just need to find it once i find it everything will be just fine you guys are watching this conversation take place can you all make brains rolls for me 100%. sure oh seven out of 12 that's better than my last like four rolls six and okay three. neil and d can you take adversity tokens please oh, sally please. You put two and two together and you recognise the second voice. The second voice is that of Lazarus Chase. Ooh. Of course. The breakfast DJ. <laughs> it's a DJ conspiracy. <laughs> One of them's dropped out of the union. No, no, they have to find something. So they are in search of the mythical golden mic. Mm. <laughs> yeah. They lost their BAFTA. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they ever got a BAFTA, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was it was a fake BAFTA, or possibly stolen, but they've lost it, and so, you know. Okay, can you make grit rolls for me? Ooh, eight out of ten. Six. Seventeen. So <laughs> gritty. <laughs> uh, Neil, grit. Neil, can you take an adversity token? Um, yeah, sure. As, as you try to edge forward, you stand on a twig, and it snaps, and both figures look in your direction and you hear butterscotch joe say who's there who is that i know there's somebody there and he starts to walk forwards quick send you. the dog out send the dog out i'm gonna collapse on the ground and pretend to be dead what if the dog runs out he's picking up a big stick if the dog runs out then like, what oh, am i dog that made the i have noise. my bag with me you said i did i pull out my yep. bat the three of us have come up with completely different solutions. <laughs> I'm playing dead. Sally's sticking the dog on him. And he's going for a 
the nearest bat? I'm not sick of the dog of them. I'm saying send nettles as a distraction. (laughs) Okay, very, very quickly, Neil and Dee, can you take off your headphones, please? Quick nettles, help. Save, save Neil. You'll have to spend some psychic experience to... Okay, how much psychic experience does it cost to say, uh, run well, out there? that would just be the one point. Okay. Okay. The dog looks in your general direction. He says, I'm not that stupid, you silly little girl. Something doesn't smell right. Something smells very, very wrong. But they won't be suspicious of a dog the same way that they'll be suspicious of a kid. I swear to fucking God, I swear to God, if you're talking to my dog, I'm going to lose my fucking mind. (laughs) (laughs) Dee, you start to step forward towards Butterscotch Joe as he edges towards you, um, bass in hand. Nettles begins to paw the ground and and go onto his belly and just put his paws over his eyes. (laughs) Is he playing dead? Adorable. Children? Watch me fight. (laughs) What are children doing here? What? What? Oh, it's you. I remember you. You can't be here. Get out of the way. This isn't your business. Oh, yeah? Then what, what, what you do with this guy on the tree? That's 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 none of your business. You you don't need to know. Well, why this don't? looks like a crime. Yeah, we should yeah, probably call the police. Like <laughs> Dee, can you make another grit roll for me, please? Yeah, I'll make a grit roll. Ooh. Ah, yeah, mm. now that's a big, fat, juicy five. Taken adversity taken, please. Butterscotch Joe steps towards you and says, Look, you can't be here. And I was never here. And you didn't see him. But we did. The, wait, what was the adversity take, or what was the role for? Well, the role would have been if if you had succeeded, he probably would have kind of backed away a bit. Oh, okay. I was going to say, okay, if it was resisting him trying to intimidate me, I get a plus three to that. If you're trying to tell us that we shouldn't be here, well, okay, we haven't been here. And we won't start screaming for help. Make a charm roll. Okay. None of us are charming, are we? No, we're no. not. Our highest is a six. I got a one. Oh. I got a one. <laughs> I'm not very charming. Oh, no. I'm not going to be threatened by a mere boy. There are things more important than a Help! couple of meddling kids. Help! We oh, said meddling kids and we have a dog. This is going to go well. As you begin to shout, he starts to look panicked and he holds his hands up and he says, shh, shh, just look, be quiet. It's it's not what you think. Tell me what it is then. <laughs> Pull out your, po- your your notebook so you can take copious yeah, notes. Yeah, if we can tell him, like, these, like, threaten more with the bat. <laughs> He begins to look a little bit dejected and he says, come with me. And he walks back to Lazarus Chase. Oh, no, no, never let them take you to a second location. That's where you get murdered. (laughs) (laughs) Now, question. Does Sally Sally know that? Sally does not know that. But Kat knows that. He's very concerned. Don't worry. I know you don't know this, but he has a gun. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh god that's true yep. yeah okay so are you following butterscotch joe yeah yes you walk just a few feet behind butterscotch joe and you, you're not that far from the tree where lazarus is tied and you can now see he's been lashed to the tree with what looks like electronic cables some of the cables that joe uses for his sound experiments as you get closer you suddenly begin to realise that something is very, very wrong. Lazarus Chase doesn't have his normal, perfect composure. He looks ill, very ill. 
his skin is a mottled grey. And the side of his face, the skin has begun to peel, revealing more of his eye than should be seen. His skull is poking out in certain places. One of his arms seems to be hanging lower than the other. And he seems to be struggling to actually stay up. And it seems like the cables that are binding him are actually not only keeping him there, but physically holding him up. Uh, we just stumbled what? into a zombie story. What happened to him? Isn't it a zombie oh. story? <laughs> As in Laz... Okay, I should have seen that coming. Okay. Oh my god, what's wrong with your face? Yeah, what the fuck happened to this guy? In a vain attempt to try and keep things normal, Lazarus coughs and splutters and says, Well, hi there, kids. Nice to see you. I remember you from the demolition. And as he says it, one of his teeth falls out and blood begins to pour from his mouth. I don't do teeth. I don't like teeth. Butterscotch Joe looks over at you and he says, I told you it wasn't what you thought. Do, do you want me to pick that up for you? Is it tied to the wing and I'll just, here, here you go. Open wide so I can put it back in. Oh, no, don't. Oh, no. Don't do that. <laughs> there, there you go. Stop it. Oh, no. Okay, do you not like that? No. Lazarus's eyes kind teeth. of roll back and he seems unable now to talk. You can hear guttural breaths, but there is a, a, a distinct odour of decay surrounding him Uh, i'm going to cuss right here because i think this situation justifies it right (laughs) he is turning to butterscotch and going what the fuck is this butterscotch joe has lost all composure and is utterly dejected he says i i thought i could protect him he he is cursed he is uh I, I don't really know how to describe it. He's a dead man walking, like and a he has vampire. No, don't be stupid. Vampires no, aren't like real. A he he has been in Marsh Haven for longer than anybody. It's amazing that nobody's ever questioned the fact that he's been presenting the breakfast show for nigh on forty years. Wait, but that's really? the people of Marsh Haven for you. The problem is, is in the rush of the evacuation. He lost the one thing that protects him from, well, this happening to him. What is it? He, he has a, a charm, a necklace that he, he keeps on him, that keeps his life force restored. Honestly, some days I just wish I could just let him rot and go to hell. But he's my only friend. Aww. <laughs> we have to help him. That's really sad, but like, I'm sure that there are like societies you could join in the town. Like, you could join those weirdos in the the, the, na- the neighborhood guard. Do you know what it's like having to present an evening show night after night? I don't get to see anybody except Lazarus. I have my music, and I have Lazarus. And if I don't find his charm soon. He'll become nothing but dust. Butterscotch Sorry. Joe turns to you and he says, I've right. got to help him. How, how, can, how can we help then? Yeah, what does this thing look like? It's an old piece of jewellery. I think he must have dropped it or it must have fallen off during the evacuation. I, uh, 
I don't I I don't even know to, where to begin. It's oh, um it's it's gold and it it has the mark of the town on it. What what's the mark of I the town? I think Neil might know where it is. Make a brains roll for me, please. I wasn't there, so um, I don't know. no, make a brains roll Sally and Neil, please. But I was I don't 20. Oh, oh shit, roll again. Yeah, I think I think Neil's got that. That is one. a total of thirty-eight. Holy oh, shit! Balls, you're like, oh, I know, duh. Oh, that's what happens. <laughs> Two ones and a twenty. Fantastic, <laughs> slam dunk. All right, nothing but net. <laughs> um, right. We're about baseball. You knock it out of the park. Mm, yeah. Home run. Mm. Uh, okay, so Neil, it 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 comes to you in an instant you know that the town mark is the marsh haven cross reeds you also know that you've seen that symbol earlier on um ah, and it, veronique. veronique credule has it around her neck yes we got a marker we, <laughs> we know who she is we're gonna we're gonna find her we're gonna we're gonna get the, the necklace we're gonna get it back to you and we might get yelled at a little bit, but all in all, it should be fine. <laughs> Hardened criminals. I don't know what to say. Thank you. Thank you. But you must hurry. I, I don't think he has much time. Would you like me to come with you? Uh, no, I think we right. got I think this. We go. <laughs> well, please, please, for, for my friend's sake, hurry up. Okay. Okay. All right. What okay. are you going to do? Run. Yeah, these yeah, can back. go back yeah. to. These keeping the bat out. Just follow my lead, all right, guys? <laughs> what um, are you going to do? Clobber her? No, I don't need to do that. It's a it's persuasion. Okay, guys, so you make your way back through the wooded area, leaving Butterscotch Joe and Lazarus Chase, who, as you leave, you can kind of hear gurgling sounds coming from him. It doesn't sound good. You make your way back into the evacuation site. What do you want to do? Uh, Yeah, finding that check. Okay, are you staying together? Safety in numbers. Uh, Yeah. Can you make grit rolls for me then, please? Sure thing. Oh, that exploded. 14. 17. Ah, I got a grand old total of seven. Sally's being gritty. She's on a mission. Um, I'm on a mission from God. No, a mission to save friendship. How (laughs) Sally is that? Friendship is magic, but don't get me started. Sally, um, you are the first to spot Seamus and Veronique locked in a passionate embrace still. He's edging his hand up her thigh and she ever so subtly just pushes his hand away. (laughs) (laughs) What are you going to do? Tap her on the shoulder. Sally taps Veronique on the shoulder. She turns round with Gallic fury in her eyes, um, even though she is Swiss. French is one of the official languages of Switzerland. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. She stares daggers at you and she turns to you and she says, What is it, little girl? I have no time for you. Ah, she's gritty too. Um, I just wanted to get that necklace you stole back. This? This little thing? Given to me by my darling Seamus? No, no, no. This is mine. This is a token of our love. Seamus. Okay, in Seamus, that case. Seamus, you know that belongs to someone else. Okay, in that case, just... I want the necklace he stole back. Seamus looks a little bit guilty. He says, no way, man. I found that fair and square. To which no, Ver- you... Veronique turns around and says, what? You found this little trinket? 
Is that all I am worth to you? Just something you find on the floor? You are a pathetic little man. Yeah, no, we're gonna need that back. Ah, please. no, 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 no. It is mine. How you that, say? No. It is the it is the finders keepers. Oh wait, no. Look here. Look me in the eye. We are going to get that back. Make a great roll, please. We have fourteen, and I'm gonna go ahead and slap two more on top of it. So <laughs> nice sixteen. Can I can I um also give uh, a couple of my adversity tokens to to help? How does you that... do two, don't you? For I everyone. Do. So, so I yeah. want to give I want to give D two. So it Sally. Four. You take, Ooh. you take two off, but D, you get an additional four. Yeah, um, no, that takes me to you, an even twenty. Even twenty. Okay. Veronique sees the bat in your hand and steps back a little bit nervously and begins to play with the charm that's round her neck. But it is mine. I. It was given to Seamus. Why is it so important to you? Because my friend wants it back. And who is his friend? None of no your one business. you'd know. <laughs> hey, we don't want you getting the reward. <laughs> hey, don't hey, hey. That. Listen, calm down, people. Calm down. Seamus interjects. Look, I don't know what the what the deal is with you three, but and he looks over at Neil and says, I thought we were comrades. I thought you were on my side, man. That's before I you thought started you were about finding the friends. truth, huh? Uncovering injustices. You know what this is, Seamus? You know what this is? This is a crime, Seamus. Huh? Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> well, well, what crime has happened? There's about this to be a crime. Seamus, that's what you've done. <laughs> you've stolen someone's possessions in a crisis. For shame, Seamus. Oh, really? That's why you're called Seamus. Because you should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> your, your parents knew this day was coming. Can you make a grit roll for me, please, Neil? <laughs> okay, that's a three, and I'm gonna dump all of my uh, all of my adversity tokens into it. I want to help. I want to help. I want to help. I want to give him another two. Okay, well, I'm dumping in six. So that gives you an initial four from me. That gives you a plus ten, so you're on thirteen. Yep. Thirteen. Seamus looks at you and he he pauses to think for a moment and he realises he's in a tight spot. Um, he's been found out by his girlfriend that, you know, he's he's found this medallion and um, he's like, fine, whatever, man, but I don't understand. What's, what's, what's the big deal? Why do you need it so badly? Because it doesn't belong to you. Well, it don't belong to you either. Maybe. Yeah, we that's why we're returning it. Maybe we should go uh, and return it together. What do you think about that, eh? Maybe. Y'all Maybe, should just, yeah, like, sure. Listen. Yeah, let's do it. No, no, you want no, Screw these guys. Y'all are going to freaking listen to us here, all right? Being about um, the big old turds and kiss my butt. Give me the freaking don't necklace. Be, <laughs> don't be such a dictator. Hey, I am anything but a dictator. I'm a man of the people. Remember, I've got an O-level in politics. I don't even know what that means. Look, <laughs> just give me the freaking necklace. Veronique seems to be uh, getting really impatient now and has just kind of ripped the talisman off her neck and just thrown it at Seamus's feet. She stamps her foot and marches off. 
Seamus looks at the the talisman on the ground. I'm lunging for it. And then looks at Veronique and begins to go after her, saying, Baby girl, you know, it's it's the thought that counts. It's not about the price. Value means nothing in our world. You know what I mean? And you see them just wandering off into the distance. Oh, wait. Well, we did it. We only had a mug of couple people. We got it. Yay! Okay, what are you going to do? Let's grab it and go. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we are on the clock. You head back towards the wooded area. You run through the brush as fast as your little legs will carry you. Nettles is by your side, D, keeping pace. When you get to the clearing, you can now see that Butterscotch Joe has removed the cables that were holding up Lazarus. Lazarus is now lying on the floor. More skin has peeled away. More bone is exposed. His bright, colourful Hawaiian shirt that he's known for is completely covered in blood. And he is foaming blood at the mouth. Um, Uh Butterscotch Joe looks up at you and with pleading eyes says, Please tell me you found it. Oh yeah, no, we got it. Totally, bro. It's easy. We only had to shake down some people. He holds out his hand and says, Give it to me quickly. I think we should put it on Lazarus. I'm suspicious. Yeah, let me me do it. Let me do it. I want to do it. I want to do it. You want to do it? Yeah. I want to put it on him. I want to put it on him. Neil, you step forward. Make a grit roll for me. Mm, mm, Love those. Love those. Gritty episode. Uh, that's a two. <laughs> Take an adversity token and chuck your guts up. <laughs> yep. All no, over it is him. not nice. At the sight of Lazarus. Lazarus. <laughs> at the sight of Lazarus, you just you you are unable to deal with that level of injury and decay. As you go to well, reach out, you drop the talisman and throw your guts up. Butterscotch Joe steps forward, picks up the talisman, and almost punches it into Lazarus's chest, at which point there is bright, shining light that emanates from Lazarus. It blinds you momentarily, and you are unable to see. As the light dissipates, the next thing you see is Lazarus Chase coughing slightly, but he seems to be healing it's not instantaneous but you look where the exposed bones were and and you realize that skin is beginning to knit back together sinew is going back into place dry blood remains but his breathing becomes a lot more easier and very very slowly he sits up butterscotch joe realizing what's happened takes his friend in his arms and hugs him And then remembers you're there and stands up and and, and looks stiffly at you. I I don't know what to say. Thank you. Lazarus Chase turns round to you and he says, Well, that was uh, quite the exciting evening, wasn't it, folks? Totally. That was... You did did, uh, a thing. There was like magic, right? I, uh, I I don't quite know what it is. It, oh. I seem to be uh, mm. I seem to be all right now. Um, I I, I would be um, I would be terribly terribly grateful if you could um, perhaps not talk about this to anybody. And also, what? don't forget to listen to the Lazarus Chase Show six till nine on Marsh FM. 
but but he seems but to be returning to himself. That that was magic. You you that was the lights. You were dead. Oh. It's 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 a bit of a bit of a predicament I'm in. Yes, but as I was you thinking can see, that this other guy over here, Karma or whatever, was like crazy or something. But you were like dead. Now you ain't. No, no, no. I'm I'm not dead. I'm just how you say not really living. But where I lack in life force, I make up in charm. Why is it is now being so casual about this? <laughs> there was magic. Magic voodoo hoodoo. I don't know what you call it. I just know I'm stuck with it. Know what I mean? Where did you get that no. necklace? Came with the curse. So you won't call it magic, but you will call it a curse. <laughs> well, what would you call it? You saw me. It's pretty magic. disgusting, right? Magic. Magic. Definitely magic. <laughs> if magic. that's what what you want to call it, then magic it is. A bit like my show, Six to Nine on Marsh FM. Sally's <laughs> definitely going to think she's dreaming this whole thing. magic. Butterscotch Joe looks over at the three of you and says, Look, for your own safety, I would suggest that you don't talk to anybody about this. Nobody regardless, <laughs> regardless of what you believe, the chances are that no one is ever going to believe you. No, of course there not. Are this is crazy. Marsh Haven isn't quite as normal as you might think. I never thought it was. Now do yourselves a favor. Return to your parents and forget this ever happened. Wish I could, can, we get, like, kind of, can we get some kind of like deal out of this though? Like we did kind of save your friend's life. Are you asking me for work experience? Um I would not mind uh maybe every now and then coming in and sharing some of my opinions about um, the goings-on of this town on your show, no? Oh my god, that's Patreon content waiting to happen. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, make a charm roll for me, Neil. And and uh, I can say anything I want as long as I don't mention Lazarus's thing. Sound good? That was a four. <laughs> I'm going to give you that because it's just far too good. Um, oh, thank Butters you. Butterscotch Joe looks at you and he says, Oh, fine, so be it. But if word of this gets out, you mark my words. I will find you and I will punish you. I won't even use the Z word. What Z word? Zambi. <laughs> no. Zombie. <laughs> What's a zombie? It's, it's like a dead. zombie, except if it was like uh, it's a zombie. You know, a radio that's host. Too much ham. <laughs> what are you talking about? It's a zombie. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's a zombie. <laughs> Look, I need to clean clean up Lazarus. The three of you need to go now. Neil, if you want a spot on the show, you can have ten minutes a month, and that's it. Can I split the ten minutes up between shows? Oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I can't Neil's wait happy. to hear what Neil has to say. That was magic! <laughs> what are you doing, guys? Uh, uh, Sally wants to go Dee to bed. Dee is having an existential crisis. 
<laughs> Neil's happy to go. Yeah. You guys leave Lazarus and uh, Joe to Probably whatever it is they dragging need to do. Me out. <laughs> They're like the fucked up Burton Ernie of Marsh Haven. Um, <laughs> you you head back to the evacuation site, and when you get there, things seem a little bit different. It looks like people are making their way back into town. Oh god, we better find like our parents and guardians. You find your parents no problem. The time is now approximately half 5 in the morning. You speak to your respective adults um who inform you that um school has been cancelled on the Monday so that you guys have Time to, time to recover and get some sleep. And so they have adequate time to investigate the mysterious disappearance of several army uniforms that were previously used as costumes in the play. <laughs> okay, so are you heading back to your home straight away? or Sally's I mean, going to bed because she's definitely I mean, dreaming. Well, we'll yeah. we'd say, like, goodnight and stuff to each other, but it's late. Yeah. We're so kids, we're tired. <laughs> yeah, okay. There was um, magic. <laughs> yeah, no, Dee's got Dee's got He's questions. Dee's got questions for people. Don't worry, Dee. This isn't real. It's all just sleep. It's all dreamings. Yeah, Dee's gonna talk to Uncle Tommy. <laughs> okay, you guys head back home. Sally, you crawl into bed. Neil, you go to bed. Uncle Tommy opens the door for you and gestures you in and looks at you and says, uh, "Well, I suppose we we all better go to bed now." Wait, what? Wait, first of all, did you hear anything about like what what, what, what all this was about? Um, I haven't. No, there seemed to be some kind of, well, that the only words that I heard were were geographical crisis. Um, but whatever it was, seems to have have stopped. And uh, yeah. We're all okay now. Um, I have heard that there will be reports uh, forthcoming, though. Anyway, I'm I'm rather tired, so good night, D. He turns back as you start to question him again. Well, like, okay, um, have you have you ever like uh seen like uh like actual freaking uh magic? What you you mean like Paul Daniels? No, 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 like, you know, like, like, uh, like, uh, like, like, one thing turning into, like, another thing, like, right there in front of you. He looks at you a little bit confused. Um, I'm not sure what you mean. I think you must be tired, Dee. I think maybe you should go and have some sleep. Alright, come on, Nettles. Nettles pads up behind you and you crawl into bed and you go to sleep in the morning you wake up and you go through your daily routines what day are we on now right. yesterday was saturday because that's when we did the yeah. warehouse stuff okay yeah. so so oh, today is yeah so we're looking at about let's let's say about 2 p.m sunday afternoon d's probably still asleep you guys go through your usual routine and your parents inform you that in the course of the night mayor hawkins was informed that there was a serious issue with what they suspected to be a massive build-up of marsh gas under marsh haven thankfully they managed to 
release the gas via the Henderson demolition site, it looks like for now the town is safe. That totally isn't suspicious. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Neil was like perfectly okay with just accepting that until they released it from the Henderson yeah. warehouse. Mm. So potentially explosive gas plus power tools equals hmm. Safe. Um, Neil, you read the paper regularly, don't you? Yes, I do. Yes, you do. Okay, so when you get downstairs in the morning, you thumb through the paper. They've managed to get a special edition out. It's headline news that this suspected marsh gas buildup has happened. Um, but as you get to about page four, there's there's a large advertisement, and it 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 says this: coming soon from Mondo Corps, the Phoenix Plaza. Rising up to fuse business with pleasure. And next to it is a picture of the old Henderson site. Ooh. And I'm going to leave it there for now. All right, so how was that? Solid. Do you know what? I'm so far off my original story arc. It is untrue. (laughs) 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 Oh, God, she just blew Dee's mind. Basically, guys, what we've done there is the talisman stuff. That was your introduction to the world of Marsh Haven and the fact that things aren't necessarily all that they seem. Okay, so we'll have to find out next time to see what happens with our intrepid investigators. But for now, guys, um, I don't know, some of you might know, I'm not sure. But over the course of the last couple of weeks on Twitter, I have been doing a podcast pledge. And I've agreed to listen to at least one new podcast a day and then review it. And when I say review, basically gush about it and how wonderful it is because I love everything to do with podcasts. So if you guys have got any suggestions for podcasts that I should be listening to and raving about, do let me know so we can do that. Um, any suggestions so far? Um, have you uh, have you given Ghost Hunter a try yet? Ghost Hunter. Is that, um, is that Jordan's? No, uh, Lois. Oh, no, that's Spooky Spouses, isn't it? Yeah. Which I will review as well, because I love Spooky Spouses. Oh, no, oh yeah, Ghost Puncher. Yeah. Um, no, I haven't, but I haven't had a chance to listen to it, but that will oh, go very on good. my list. Harry, any suggestions? Um, uh, one that I've been hooked on recently, which uh, has some kind of similar vibes to uh, the whole Marsh Haven weird stuff going down. Uh, it's been out for a little while now. It's a podcast called King's Falls AM. I, I'll admit that Neil is a little bit inspired by a couple of characters on there. Uh, it's a drama and comedy about a mountain town in the US, which is pretty open about all of the supernatural stuff that's been going down there. Amazing. Amazing. Sounds right up my street. I'll have to give that one a go as well. Yeah, they've got hours and hours of content. It's uh, good fun. All right, then. And Sally, Kat, homework. Unfortunately, I get my recommendations from you, so this would be a (laughs) a bit circular. Dee, you had um, you you got some feedback, didn't you, about the show? Um, oh yeah, this yeah, week. yeah. Do you want to do some readouts? Because we yeah. we love sure. reviews, the, we the... love feedback. Give us validation, please. <laughs> please. These are five star reviews from uh, iTunes, so which we charted Ooh. on. This week, which uh, yeah. I was really excited about. Just yeah, but <laughs> it's a chart, chart, no. nonetheless, I'll that's three still episodes. more than most people. Okay. All right. Uh, our first one here is from Porter. Great GM, great players, great production values. 
The game Kids on Bikes is a great game, and hearing a British take on it is refreshing. Looking forward to following this show. Thank you, nice. Porter. Nice. Yeah. We love you, Porter. Uh, then our second one is from Colin M. Parker, uh, which I believe is the same one from the Myth Takes podcast. That's correct. That's Colin who runs the Scavengers one. Network. Uh, Scavengers Network, who are awesome. They've got some great podcasts. He has to say, uh, all the childhood movies slash adventure vibes with some fun characters slash players. Great NPC names and a killer GM. Really looking forward to seeing where this show goes. Colin, I've said it before, I'll say it again. I love you. (laughs) (laughs) Very sensual. Good stuff, good stuff. Okay, guys, I think then that's everything from us. So it is now time for me to use my catchphrase. Oh, no. Oh, boy. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Brits on Bikes. So from Neil. Goodbye. Kat. Bye. Eve. Peace, y'all. And me, Jimmy Sprinkles, saying keep on biking. On biking. Keep it on works. biking. It works. It's like keep on trucking. So, which is seventies. So, sure. Yeah, yeah sure, <laughs> sure. Yeah. I, I don't know if he's got a trademark against it though. Uh, I'll cut this out. It's fine.